Hello there, besties. I hope you all are having a great day. My name is Sarah, and welcome to another episode of My Roman Empire's podcast. Thank you for being here. I'm really grateful for each and every one of you that tune in each week. Today's episode is going to be My Roman Empire is My Body. I do want to give just a general disclaimer and content warning. We are going to talk about my experience growing up as someone who genuinely felt both fat and ugly and that hated her body, hated everything about her appearance for years and what that has been like and the recent acceptance that I've had in recent years and starting to just like accept and love myself. Um, I saw so many TikToks back when the Roman Empire trend was really big on TikTok of people talking about how their Roman Empire is their body and how, you know, as a woman... There's so much focus put on our weight and our physical appearance that it's it's hard to exist as a woman in today's society or even the society of decades past and not just spend every moment of every day worrying about what you look like and how you're being perceived and how your body is affecting your career and your education and your friendships and your romantic relationships and your relationship with healthcare providers. And yeah, it's, it's so complex. And I'm looking forward to having this conversation with you all today, but I also know that it's a very heavy topic. So if this isn't something you're comfortable listening to, I totally understand. Um, come back if you ever feel like it, or if you don't, I get that too. Protect yourself. We're going to talk about things like body image, weight, weight gain, weight loss, eating disorders, being bullied, all that, all that kind of stuff. So if at any point you feel uncomfortable, please hop off and protect yourself. I do just really quickly want to get into song of the week. I have been sticking with my one song every day, 2024 playlist really well. Um, but I will admit this past week, it's a little chaotic. <laughs> it's a little chaotic to say the least and just all over the place. My music taste is kind of all over the place. I don't like to define my music taste by like, I only like a certain genre. I, I like anything that I think is cool. And if I like the lyrics or I really am digging the sound and the vibe, I like it. And this week in particular is kind of a good reflection of the many different songs that I listen to in an average week, um, whether it's in a car ride home from Red Lobster uh, with my husband, or it's me just randomly looking over at him and saying, give me a song. And he picks out Psycho Killer. Like this playlist is going to be chaotic. And this week was a really good example. Instead of giving just one song of the week, I thought I would just go through and read the songs that we had this past week. And then if you really want an immersive experience, I definitely recommend just queuing up all these songs in order. Also, someone let me know if on an Apple Music playlist 
link with you and like make it public and you all have access and you can see each song I add every day. Will you be able to go on my profile and view other playlists that I've made? <laughs> I want to like share this so I can just, you all can have it and you can listen to it and, you know, add the songs to your own playlists, whatever. Just if you're just curious, I don't know. I don't know. You probably don't care, but <laughs> um, I create like so many random weird playlists like every day. And it's kind of embarrassing. And so I'm totally fine if you all have access to this one, but I would love to keep my other ones private. So anyways, let's get into it. Last Monday, the song of the day was Michael Keaton by Rustin Kelly. Tuesday was That's You by Lucky Day. Wednesday was Psycho Killer by Talking Heads. Thursday was Cast Iron Skillet by Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit. Friday was Homesick by Noah Khan. By the way, who do we think is going to be in the Homesick collab? I am hoping it's Mountjoy. That's my theory. Saturday was Fuck You Mean by Gunna. Sunday was Suddenly I See by KT Tunstall. And I just added the song of the day for today, Monday, January 15th, 2024, which is Marry Me by Thomas Rhett. Anyone who listened to country music in like 2017, like the impact that song had and the grip that it had on country music fans need to, needs to be studied. That song was just, oh, it was it at the time. And it is, it is really a good song. You should listen to it if you can handle country. If not, probably not. <laughs> Anyways, now that we're done with Song of the Week, we can go ahead and dive on into the topic, My Roman Empire is My Body, and we will do that right after this really quick break. Hi, besties. We are back. My Roman Empire is my body. When it comes down to it, my body is something that has rarely left my mind ever. If I'm not looking at my chin and pulling out random chin hairs, thanks to my PCOS, I'm staring at my lips and how my lipstick is smudged in the corner and how I don't even really like to wear lipstick that much, but I think it'll make me look prettier to the people that will see me in Target. Sometimes I'm thinking about how defeating it was at my heaviest weight, which was just around 290 pounds and about a size 24 in US women's sizing how defeating it was to go into almost any store and not be able to fit into the, the tops, not be able to buy a pair of jeans. You know, if I was out on a trip and I needed an extra outfit or something, a lot of the times I would just be screwed or I would have to go buy a generic tee from Walmart that was really ugly and that I would never wear again because that was the only option available to me. And I do recognize that even being able to do that is a privilege. And, you know, I am a smaller plus size person. And so I do hold privilege. I'm also a white woman. I'm also able-bodied. So I hold privilege in that. If this is a topic that you are really passionate about and you want to learn more about or hear about, um, I definitely recommend Aubrey Gordon's work. She has a podcast called Maintenance Phase. I've been listening to it for years and 
I genuinely love it. They talk about things like Weight Watchers, Ozempic, Beachbody, the keto diet, etc. Um, she also has a book uh, that I just finished. Actually, I devoured it. I listened to the whole audiobook in less than 24 hours. That's how good it was. That goes through breaking down myths about fatness and about fat people. And I just, I really recommend to anyone. I think there's a lot to be learned, um, but especially that intersectionality of fatness. And I think that book in general just serves as a really great beginner's guide to having those conversations with yourself and with others, if others are interested in having said conversations. I know what it's like to spend every moment of every day tearing apart something about my body. I genuinely wonder if I will ever find true peace within my body. And that is sad to say, because life is short and life is something that I'm so incredibly grateful to have my health. I'm so incredibly grateful to have all the privileges that I have in my life, which there are plenty. I am incredibly grateful to have, but at the same time, it's so sad that I spend so much of my time in my life worrying about, you know, having too much hair on my legs or under my armpits or the other people on the beach being offended because I dare wear a two-piece as a fat woman. Like, saying it out loud, it, it, it feels silly. It sounds silly because I... <sighs> How you look and how much you weigh should really be like the last of your concerns. Like, honestly, there's nothing wrong with like, you know, feeling confident and feeling like you're beautiful um, because you are. All people are beautiful regardless of anything and everything. But at the same time, like this obsession and just constantly thinking and and hating and being so negative, it's it's not healthy. I will say before I get into like memories and and stories and particular things that I want to pull out um, and talk about that I think about when I'm being not so nice on myself. I do want to say like I'm in a better place now than I've ever been. And I really think 2024 is going to be a year of being in a better place with my relationship with my body, especially on a weight loss journey, which that in itself is difficult with the relationship with fatness and with losing weight. And that's just not something that I am really comfortable digging into in today's episode because it's just so much and I don't know my full opinion yet. If I'm being completely honest, I'm trying to educate myself and really think about it before I speak on it. But every day I see changes in my body and it's weird you know, to look back at the mirror and to see, oh, this like double chin is grown smaller or that this part of my body, my arms maybe have grown bigger or to see, you know, how my legs are looking to see that change. It's, it's weird. It's, it's weird. I love myself and I, I am, I, know that because I believe every person is beautiful, that with that, I believe I am beautiful. 
but it's just like truly believing that and digging deep and letting that confidence shine through. In the past few years, really thanks to TikTok and the community of people that I've found on there that are supportive and have really, you know, uplifted me and been kind to me and given me kind words and helped me like love myself in every sense of it more and more. I've been able to have this growth and I I hope that I continue to have the community that I do supporting me in my continued journey. And I hope that you all know that I'm someone who's rooting for you in your journey of loving yourself and loving your body and getting to a point where your Roman empire is not your body. And it can be something a little silly, a little less serious that's taking up your mind and that you can live life authentically and happily and that you don't have to worry about, you know, how you're being perceived and what you look like in every hair and every role and every freckle on your body. We're on this journey together. Um, I'm, I hope you want to stay on it with me in this journey of loving ourselves and getting past the reasons why we might feel so negatively about ourselves. And for me, I know that the reason why, no matter how much I might think, oh, I look really pretty, or I think I'm attractive or anything like that, why I might hesitate or have bad body image days or have days where I just literally stand in front of a mirror and point at every single thing on my body that I hate. I know those exist because for, for at least like, you know, the first 18 years of my life, college is debatable. Um, I was surrounded by a bunch of people that really just reinforced that. I, it was reinforced by my family. It was reinforced by my peers that I was fat and that I was ugly. I, I felt like because I was fat and ugly, I wasn't worthy of love, especially romantic love, because that's what I wanted really bad when I was younger. You know, everybody wants the high school sweethearts, especially in a small town. My it, love had been glorified to me and like the thought of like being in a romantic relationship. I've always been a lover girl. I'm a, I'm a hopeless romantic. I am, but I was also like really socially inept and awkward. And I would have a crush on a guy, you know, just if we made eye contact for 30 seconds, let alone if we actually had a conversation, but I could never find anyone who wanted to to date me and wanted anything serious with me. And I always felt like it was because I was fat and because I was ugly. And also because we were young too, especially because everyone kept telling me that I would be the kind of girl who dates in college. I feel like we've talked about this before. So I just thought that it would come with age, you know, high school boys are young and immature and they can't look past the fact that I'm not the most attractive woman out there <laughs> for them to be interested in actually getting to know me as a person. And while that's kind of true, like, it's also sad that younger me thought that, like, could recognize that I was a good person and that I could be a good partner, you know, and that I was fun to be around and that I was really sweet and, you know, funny and all that, but it felt like I had to hide who I was 
because I was fat and ugly and I thought that because I was fat and ugly that nobody would like me anyways and that I hated myself and my body so much so why would anyone want to be my friend why would anyone want to date me um so I was really reserved because of it I really think besides just like being awkward and like anxious and having really bad anxiety I think that just like the lack of self-esteem and just feeling like I was just this big, you know, the monster on the hill, like this big, ugly, scary monster <laughs> all the time made me feel like I couldn't be me when I was younger and I couldn't be authentic. And I'm really glad I'm at a place now where I can be authentic online. And it, like, I just... I still gotta work on loving myself a little bit more, you know, the consistency of that. But I do want to share a few specific memories that I have from being in school and comments from my family that have followed me. Most of them are about my weight, because to be honest, when I was first planning out this episode, I wasn't even planning on talking about like feelings of like ugliness and unattractiveness. I was just going to talk about my Roman Empire as my body in terms of my weight, but I think it's both for me. I really think it's both. I feel unattractive and I feel like my weight is holding me back or is bad. I know deep down right this stuff isn't true but feeling like it is it's it's hard and I know you can't feel fat right I know that I'm a walking contradiction unfortunately like I know things but I can't stop myself from feeling some things one of the earliest memories that I have about weight besides the fact that knowing that I was a nine pound four ounce baby which meant that I was a fat baby. <laughs> All of the women in my life, both of my grandmas and my mom were fat and didn't like themselves because of it. And all of the, you know, way celebrities were treated for being a size eight in 2002. Plus the comments that people made about me at school. Like that was like the biggest thing that followed me. I shared this on TikTok. But one of the first memories I have of being called fat happened when I was in fifth grade by two of my classmates that were also in fifth grade. Well, one of them, I don't think said anything, but he was there with the other one who called me a fat ass. Literally, I got up and I was in front of them talking to my teacher in line and he whispered, but really said it loud enough for me to hear that I was a fat ass in fifth grade you know we're still kids we're kids and you are sitting there making fun of me and pulling me apart and talking down to me and degrading me and acting like I am less than you just because I am heavier than you and I will argue that when you're a kid a lot of your weight is not your fault like you are not the one buying groceries. You are not ultimately the one that's solely responsible for what you eat and your exercise levels and your activity levels. Once you get in like high school, I would say, yeah, you're 
you're more responsible. But when you're in fifth grade, you're really not. So I really felt like it was something I couldn't control. And honestly, for most of my life, that's how I felt about my weight is that it wasn't, it was something I couldn't control. And I still kind of feel that way now, if I'm being honest, um, my relationship with food and with activity is just, it's so dependent upon my mental health to be completely blunt. And sometimes my mental health is just not there. <laughs> um, also having PCOS, which affects weight, makes it hard, makes it hard. Let me tell you that. Another comment that I remember from school happened in seventh grade. And it was a boy telling another girl in my class that I had fat legs talking about my thighs. And he just openly had that conversation like right in front of everyone in our class. Granted, there was only like 10 people in our class and just like did not even care that I was right there. And then I heard the whole thing. It's just like this disregard, this disrespect on a basic level that these boys had for me because I was fat. I was worth literally nothing to them. They could say or do anything to me and it didn't matter because I had no social power. Sure, I could turn them in. Maybe the teacher or the principal would do something, but probably not. And it would just make the bullying worse. And so that's what it was like. You know, when I was a, I was a quiet kid, I was shy. I sat there and I took most of it and I heard it and I would just, you know, cry at home about it or, you know, alone in my room. Sometimes I felt like I would cry at school because I was, I just, I would just take it. I didn't stand up for myself. And so these kids would just say things in front of my face. Like I knew I was being bullied. I was bullied to my face all the time. And that feeling never goes away. And now it's like whenever I go out in public and I'm thinking all these thoughts and thinking that everyone is staring at me and like that I'm being perceived when I go shopping at Target and like I need to be the prettiest girl in all of Target. I think that because... I was a kid just existing, just going to school, just doing my own thing. But for some reason, people were so obsessed with commenting on how fat and ugly they thought I was. I don't know. And then I got it at home, too. I want to talk about two th two separate things, both of which happened around this, like, fifth to seventh grade time frame, which is, like, the worst of times, <laughs> you know, the worst of times is middle school, middle school age. And this is when I was also getting these comments that really stuck with me in my formation of how I felt about myself. The first came from my mom's boyfriend, who was notorious for picking on me. And it's one thing to tease the awkward 13-year-old. You know what I mean? It's one thing to joke around, to be the butt of the jokes. I know sometimes certain things that were said, I it was just a joke. But at the same time, others of it was not. 
It was mean. It was cruel. It's not the way that you talk to a kid to help them, you know, change if you think they need to change. It's not the type of reinforcement that a child needs. It's just plain bullying by a grown fucking adult. And it's, it's gross. It's gross behavior. I remember we went to Subway to eat. I remember, I think like there was a bad storm in town or something and nearly everywhere was closed except for this Subway like 20 minutes from our house and like the power was out in our side of town. So like my mom couldn't cook and it was late. It was like 3.30. We hadn't ate anything all day, anything. And you know, I'm a 12, 13 year old kid, I'm hungry. You know what I mean? I want to eat. And so I got a foot long from Subway and I ate it and I was still hungry afterwards. And I told my mom that, and he was there and he heard the comment and he ripped into me and was like, there's no way you're still fucking hungry. You're going to be 300 pounds before you graduate high school. You cannot keep eating like that. Blah, 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 blah just berating me in public in the middle of subway to tears and then don't fucking cry there's no i didn't give you a fucking reason to cry i wasn't allowed to be upset my mom didn't stand up for me she didn't say anything i have a lot a lot a lot of empathy for my sister because that's her dad who said things like that to me the 300 pounds before you graduate high school thing was is hard to hear because what if I was? So what? Does that make me an, a failure? No. I'm graduating high school. I'm about to go to college. Who cares how much I weigh? I'm not a failure because of my weight. And that's, there's there's nothing wrong with that weight. There's nothing wrong with any weight. And the fact that you could say something so cruel to a child who's hungry because all they've had all day is a sandwich and that's probably all they're going to have all day. Be fucking for real. Be fucking for real. My mom, I don't recall as many direct comments about my weight, but my mom did let me know how she didn't think I was so pretty. I don't think my mom ever called me pretty ever, <laughs> ever, honestly, maybe like prom or something like that. But I, I don't even remember, to be honest. I don't remember most of my childhood or my teen years anymore. There's the blur of lots of crying alone in my room and feeling like what the fuck is going on. I remember one time my mom commenting on how pretty my best friend in like sixth grade was and how much prettier she was than me and I distinctly remember me asking her oh am I pretty and she said mm, you're average and now here I am as an adult feeling like yeah you know I'm not the ugliest person in the world but I'm not anything special probably because my mom reinforced that in me probably the sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Phrase is such bullshit. It's such bullshit. Words hurt. And the fact that now I feel like, especially with the internet and how it continues 
to develop. Like bullying is even worse and worse and worse. And people of all ages just make burner accounts and say awful things about people's weight and about people's appearance. And it's one thing to judge bad character, you know, some of that is warranted. Yes, racism, homophobia, transphobia. We should be judging people that are doing things like that. But to just judge someone who's just fat or that you personally don't find attractive just for existing. Why are we so, why, why the nerve, the nerve? It's, it's so infuriating and I, I feel like I don't have anything of substance to say, except like this is why we have these continued cycles of thousands of women who come together online and are posting videos and sharing comments and recording podcasts like this, talking about how much they hate themselves. I would love to meet a woman my age that genuinely does not think about elements of her body at least once a day whether it's her weight or not liking her hair color or feeling like her boobs are too small or not liking the gap in her teeth. There's, there are millions of reasons that women are given to just tear themselves apart more and more and more. And the next time you're going to make a comment about how somebody looks or somebody's weight or something like that, I just hope you remember that that can follow somebody for a long time. And why are you saying it? <laughs> like, why? Why? <laughs> Nothing is gained from that. Nobody thinks you're cool. Nobody thinks you're funny. Nobody wants to be your friend. Nobody wants to sleep with you more because you made fun of someone online for their weight. Because you called some random person on TikTok ugly. That you told someone that they weren't good enough. Be fucking for real. I know a lot of the people that do it online are children or are people that are stuck in these toxic gossip cycles. But still, even the children, even the 15-year-olds that call me fat on TikTok every day, they know better and they can do better. I genuinely believe that. You know, I hope every single person listening to this can work on their love for themselves and acceptance and realizing that their weight does not define them, their physical appearance does not define them, and also that they are worthy of love and friendship and success and happiness in despite of how they look. But I also hope that our society gets to a place where we just stop commenting on that shit and stop feeling like it's something that we need to gossip about. And that's that on that. And that's that on that. That was heavy. That was raw. That was hard. But that was much needed. You made it through with me on this. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, And I'm happy if anyone wants to DM me and, and chat further about these conversations. I'd love to to chat in some capacity with you um because I think there's a lot to be said and a lot to learn and a lot to remember um besties 
You know how we end the episode every week. Please be sure to click in the description. There's two links. One to a Google form where you can let me know what your Roman Empire is. Another to a Discord chat where you can connect with other people who listen to the podcast and follow me on social media and chat with me and just hang out, have fun. XOXOSarah515 at gmail.com. That's my email if you're a brand and you want to reach out to collab. I'd love to work with you. And my username on TikTok and Instagram is also XOXOSarah515. I hope you all have a great week. And yeah, sending you lots of love. And I hope that 2024 is everything we, we hope it is. Bye.